0: All right, guys. Welcome back to Agency Journey. So excited to have you here. And this week we've got Kathleen Booth coming on from Impact and so excited to have her on the podcast. Um, Kathleen, would you mind just kicking us off and sharing a little bit of a background on how you got to your role? Um, introduce yourself to anyone who hasn't heard about you before.
1: Sure. I'd be happy to. Thanks for having me. Um, I Boy, how did I get to my role? I, I Prior to working at Impact, I spent 11 years as the owner of another digital marketing agency called Quintain Marketing. Um, I founded and owned that with my husband, who was my business partner. And uh, last year, about a year ago, a little over a year ago, we sold the company to Impact. And I joined the team along with you know most of, of the folks that were working for us at the time. So it's been
0: okay.
1: a great transition and, and a great a great move.
0: That's awesome. So what does your, your role look like now on the Impact team?
1: So I am the vice president of marketing for impact. And basically what that means is I am responsible for the marketing of our company. So I, I'm not working on client facing marketing. Uh, That's a whole nother team. That's our agency side of the business, but um, it's myself. And then I have a team of five people that are solely focused on marketing impact.
0: That's amazing. That's got to be a cool spot to know that there's like, there's six of you working full time on marketing the agency. That's a huge commitment, first of all, but like, I'm sure you guys have seen the benefits there.
1: It is. It is a huge commitment. And having come from a smaller agency, you know, my agency was only 13 people. We certainly didn't have five people doing our marketing, but it's kind of funny. I have to laugh. I always used to say when I had my own agency that if all I had to do was worry about the marketing for one company, I could just crush it. And now I'm kind of in that position where I have to put my money where my mouth is. And it's not even just me, it's me and five people. And I've been amazed at how much there is to do. It's been like drinking Mm. from a fire hose, but all good and lots of great, you know, new things to learn and challenges.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Well that's one thing I want to kind of focus the conversation around today is like, what is the content strategy that impact is employing right now? Because you guys have so much going on from an amazing blog to a uh, live event to a thriving Facebook community, and um, just want to know from you, like, what are some lessons learned that you guys have had going through that process? Um, so, can we start out by just saying, like, what is? I guess before we even get into those questions, like, what was the shift for you? Like, what was what got you to change the way that you guys were marketing and push into this direction, or was sure? There
1: well, um, I have to really give credit to Impact CEO and founder Bob Ruffalo uh i the reason that i'm at impact is that i was actually interviewing him for my podcast um about a year and a half ago and i was telling him how i was looking to do something different and we started talking and it, it led to this and and what's interesting is that on on the surface it might have looked like i was moving to do the same thing you know i went from one digital marketing agency to another but the reason i specifically chose to come to impact was his long-term vision which okay. was to transform impact from what historically has been an agency that happens to publish a lot, um, you know, and they always have, they've always published a lot of content to their site um, to transform that to a publisher that happens to have an agency inside of it. And gotcha. he was very inspired by Joe Polisi and his book, uh, Content Inc and Killing Marketing, those two books okay. uh, where Joe really talks about how, the future for brands is to become a media company to become a publisher, and that that will drive growth and drive business. And so that's really the journey that we're on. And it's been really fun.
0: That's fantastic. Um, So what as you've embarked on that journey now, and you've been rolling on it for months now? um, What's a win that you guys have had? Like, what's something that you've seen working really, really well?
1: I think, to me, the biggest win has really been the community that we've built, um, and and that has manifested itself in a couple of different ways. So, when I first joined uh, the company, it was June of 2017, and at the time, Bob had just started a Facebook group called Impact Elite, and he added it added me into it, and I remember thinking, oh, this is cool. It's like impact employees. and and staff and alumni of the company and a few other people. Um, and that was before I started at Impact. So I really didn't know what it was for. And mm-hmm. then when I joined, he shared with me this vision of building like a really large community. And that initial group of people, those, those staff and alumni of Impact were just the, the little seed of it. But okay. um, today we have about 3,700 members. It's a private Facebook group, but really... And it's only private because we have like two or three questions people have to answer to join because what we're looking for are people who are excited about marketing, who want to get in and be active and ask questions and share what they've learned, et cetera. So that community has been just a tremendous win. And I think in tandem with that, how we've seen that really contribute to to our company overall is we have a conference that we do every August um, called Impact Live. And this year we had about 500 people there. and. It's the amazing. majority of them were people who are members of that community and so it's so okay. cool because for a year and a half i've watched that community grow digitally and there's mm. people from all over the world and this past august when we had our conference it really felt like the culmination of of what had started digitally n- then becoming an in person thing and we got to meet all everyone in the flesh and it was just it was great the energy was amazing and i think that's what i'm most excited about
0: that's really cool so From like the strategy perspective, how are you guys facilitating the community? Are you, you know, do you prompt questions? Do you share content in there? Are you doing exclusive content for them? Like what have you guys learned and how to keep that growing?
1: Yeah, so we have an amazing director of audience engagement and community who's a part of my team, um, Stephanie Caskins. Probably lots of people have heard of her because she seems to know everyone in the marketing <laughs> world, um, which is part of why we hired her for this role. We, we like hunted her down and convinced her to, to take it. Um, it. So she, this is her baby. She's, she was brought on to continue to grow the community, but also to make sure that we grew it in a way that was true to our you know, core beliefs and principles, which is about, mm-hmm. it's all about being helpful, being authentic, being trans uh transparent and educating people and so stephanie is the community manager she sets the rules for who can join so she vets every single application to make sure that they're joining for the right reasons Mm -hmm. um she has community guidelines and and you know is pretty good about calling people out if they're being spammy and asking them to stop and uh, you know i think very rarely she's had to remove people because they've really failed to to follow those guidelines but um she, she really feels passionately about making sure it's a good experience for folks in the community. So I think that's part of it. And then the other part of it is that we really, you know, we're still learning and we're still growing, but we don't want it to be a community that's about us. It Mm -hmm. it really is for the folks in it. And so we have produced original content. We've had AMAs or or live conversations with some really incredible people. Um, She does a uh, a show once every two weeks that it, it's called the impact show and it, it happens live and then every other week when she's not doing the show she actually does a community hangout on zoom so anybody can join oh, live great. on zoom to just show up and like i think the next one is this friday at 4 p.m eastern and they're going to be talking about newsletter strategies so and literally anyone who's a marketer who's in the community can just get the zoom link go on and it is a completely freeform conversation where we just brainstorm. Um, And I'll probably be on this Friday because we're working on a newsletter project. So yeah, it's been pretty
0: cool. Hey, I hope you're enjoying this episode of Agency Journey. I'm Andrew. I'm a co-host here on the podcast and I'm a founder of Zen Pilot. If you enjoy this podcast, we would love a five-star review and a comment on where you're listening from and what you're getting out of this podcast. You could drop that over on iTunes or Stitcher, wherever you're listening to the podcast today. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you get the updates as they come out. And if you want to engage with other agency owners that are enjoying this podcast, join our community. Head over to Agency Journey Insiders. Dot com. It's going to take you to our special private Facebook group, a collection of owners from around the world who are on their own journey to build their own agency. So head over to insiders.com Join the group today. And if you're at a point where you're ready for some help and you want to implement processes and systems to scale your agency, you can head over to zenpilot.com slash free training. And there you can watch a special 19-minute training presentation where we walk through the exact process that we use at Zenpilot, to help agencies implement processes and systems so they can scale their business without reinventing the wheel for every client. And that allows agency owners to pull out of the weeds and spend more time working on their business. So hope you're enjoying the content here today. We'd love it if you join our community and we can't wait to hear where you are in your agency journey. Now back to the show. So what, how does that impact the business at the end of the day? Have you guys seen a trickle down from community members into agency clients or is is it new lines of revenue
1: you know i would say how it has impacted the business is less about oh we've gotten you know 10 new deals or whatever number that may be because that's not really why we created the community i mean i think we believe that if we create a great community that may come um how it's impacted the business is more that it has actually fundamentally changed our business model so Um. A year and a half ago when I came on, we were very much the, the classic inbound marketing agency that sold retainers and website redesign projects.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: we were, the retainers we were doing were really like, do my marketing for me kinds of retainers. Yeah. Um, as we built the community, what we began to recognize is that the vast majority of people in our community were not in a position to hire us for those things, either because mm-hmm. they didn't have the budget or because they, you know, their company wasn't didn't believe strongly in inbound, but they might on a personal level, you know, there, there are a million reasons, or maybe they're in a country that we don't currently service. And so what we started to recognize is that if we were really going to do right by our community, we needed to adjust our business model so that we had something for everyone. Okay. And so part of that is is really committing and doubling down on this publisher model. So if you go to our website, impactbnd.com, it does not look like an agency site. It deliberately as modeled after like ink.com or Forbes.com um, okay. to look like a publisher. And we're still, I mean, you'll see it evolve quite a bit in the coming months. Um, and that's intentional. We've, we've put the agency into a subdomain of the site and it almost looks like a completely different website because we we're really the publisher model. We see offering something to everyone. That's our free consumption model. And then mm-hmm. in addition to that last winter, we merged with the Sales Lion, Marcus Sheridan's company. And what that gave us was the ability to work with clients who maybe didn't want us to do their marketing for them, but they wanted to be coached or mm-hmm. educated. There's a lot of training offerings that we have now, um, okay. but that that gave us instantly. And so I think that's really, to me, the biggest impact on the business is that now we have this 360 degree solution for people, whether they have no budget and they just want to mm-hmm. consume our content and go to our webinars, Uh, and come to our events, or if they want to hire us for a lower price engagement, that's purely just coaching, having somebody looking over your shoulder and helping you, or if they want to go and, you know, fully buy into a retainer or a website redesign, all of those are still on the table. But I think it's, it's a much better solution that solves for the needs of the audience
0: more effectively. That's really cool. It's neat to see how kind of some small tweaks up front. Like if you follow through on those small tweaks, you can change the culture of a company. Um, So that's awesome. What are, what have been some like lessons learned through the transition? Um, Some losses that you look at and you're like, glad that's behind me, but I'm going to learn from it and do it differently next time.
1: Well, anyone who knows me or anyone who works with me would know that the, the biggest um, stressor over the last year has been when our traffic, our website traffic has dropped. Um, okay. Because when you commit to being a publisher, you are living and dying by your website traffic. I mean, that's what if you have advertisers or sponsors or what have you, that's essentially what they're buying into. And so yeah. I took over the marketing team in February. And in late March, our traffic took this like weird nosedive. And I couldn't figure it out at first. It was really scary and stressful. We eventually identified that we were losing traffic to Google's featured snippets, um, mm, okay. which was a fascinating process. and we immediately then swooped into action and started optimizing for snippets and it's been thankfully we've seen that like while well, traffic might have been going up at the beginning of the year and then took a dive, now it's going back up again now that we've put these remedial things into place, but that's terrifying. When yeah. when your whole job rests on your ability to grow traffic and traffic falls, that's really scary. And especially, yeah. you know, it's different than it's different than other types of things like send an email and get results because with Google and changing algorithms, you just sometimes you never know why it's happening. So yeah. that's I still get a little I get I still have a little PTSD every time I look at our, our Google Webmaster console.
0: <laughs> yeah. What was the process like Like when you see the dive, you're like, okay, we have to figure out what's going on here. How did you guys go through that process to end up figuring out it was snippets that was the issue?
1: Oh my gosh. Well, first it was our internal team racking our brains, looking at all the data in HubSpot and Google Analytics, in Search Console, in SEMrush, just trying to figure out, you know, what the heck is causing this. Um, And you know, also looking at patterns, like, how are we publishing less content? Did we change something else? Was there something we did to the website that's, you know, penalizing us? We we couldn't identify anything. And so then we called in our first lifeline, which is um, our, our external kind of technical SEO expert that works with us. And he went through a number of analysis. And, and he was thinking at first, it might be that we had become subject to mobile first indexing by Google. But we kind of then were able to rule that out, and then when we dug deeper in, in our webmaster console, we basically discovered that, and I want to make sure I say this right, because I don't have it in front of me, but it was like our our click-through rates and our rankings were improving during the time that our traffic was decreasing. But our impressions and clicks were going down, Ooh, okay. and so basically, if you think about what that means, it means that if somebody—if somebody is seeing you in the search results—our click-through rate was was actually improving, and our rankings were great. So we were still either second or first or whatever for okay. those terms. But people weren't seeing the actual organic search result, even if we were first or second, because they weren't getting past the featured snippet gotcha. um, okay. and all yep. the ads mm-hmm. and things that were at the top of the page. So when we finally saw that data and we saw the divergence in those metrics, that was when we had our aha moment.
0: That's so cool. I mean, you got to dig deep to find that stuff out. That's huge.
1: Yeah. And thank goodness we have, you know, outside folks who we were able to call on to help us pinpoint it because it would have taken us a lot longer on our own to figure that out.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so what is something that you guys are excited about now looking forward, like a new idea or a new, um, something that you've begun testing, but haven't actually fully implemented yet?
1: So I think there's two things that I'm most excited about. One is that um, in the last month, we've introduced a new content category on our site, and that is news reaction posts. So Mm -hmm. previously, we were really focused on long form thought leadership content, and we're still doing that. And we'll always do that. But we recognize that there's another type of content out there that people are interested in, which is, you know, for example, the news comes out that Instagram's founders have left the company. Um, what we're focused on right now is not necessarily breaking that news because we don't have a newsroom that's capable of doing that, but sure. quickly within the first 24 to 48 hours of the news happening, spinning up a reaction post that really adds value and explains, you know, here's why this matters and, and what you need to think about doing as a result of it. So that would be the one thing. And then the second thing is, we are moving from what used to be a blog digest subscription um, to a, a new newsletter called The okay. Latest. Uh, we actually didn't have a newsletter before. And what we found was that we were e- starting to email people a lot between people getting blog digests and webinar emails and, you know, event promotions and just all the different activities we have going on because there's a lot right now. Yeah, we determined that we really needed to start to consolidate some of our communications, and so for now, the the newsletter is a three day a week newsletter that goes out uh, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. I think long term, my goal is to get to a daily cadence because if we're able to do that, then we'll we're, we're really be able to eliminate so many other types of email and centralize mm-hmm. everything through the newsletter, which I think is going to be a better experience
0: for our subscribers. Oh, gotcha. So yeah, you're training user behavior there at that point where they know they're expecting something and they're going to come in and check it out.
1: And trying not to annoy our audience with too much email.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. That's really cool. Well, thanks for kind of pulling back the curtain and sharing where you guys are at, the lessons that you're learning along the way. As a fan, I say keep going. I love what you guys are doing, Um, doing great things for the community. Um, If if anyone's listening they wanna reach out to you guys they wanna get to know more about impact, what's the best way that they can make that happen?
1: Yeah, so I would actually love to get feedback from people because this is a kind of new territory that we're going into and I'd love to know if you visit our site, what you think about it, if there's questions or if you think there's something we could be doing better. Anybody can email me directly. My email address is kbooth, B-O-O-T-H, kind of like telephone booth, at impactvnd.com. And please, you know, please reach out. I'd love to hear any feedback, good or bad.
0: That's fantastic. Well, Kathleen, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. It's been fantastic. Um, I can't wait to see what Impact's doing moving forward.